Hi guys, welcome back to After Credits, episode number 32. <laughs> <laughs> we usually talk about what episode we're on before we get started, and today we just jumped right into it. We're because just we're so half silly. Because my computer is updating forever. It's silly, but it's anyways, computer. those little giggles are coming from our very own Carly Bauer. Hey, it's me. Uh, <laughs> me. Um... How has the preparations for next week's ranking been going for you? Actually, a lot better than expected. I'm kind of happy because, so, like, as you know, I'm not a huge horror movie fan. You know, I never, yeah. I'm just, I'm very afraid of everything. And so I've just sure. never, you know, gotten into the genre a lot. But, like, my dad loves horror movies and Ellie loves horror movies. And so I, yeah. you know, should, like, put the effort in to like watch them and so I've always wanted to like I always feel like a little bit of a wimp right because I never have seen all these yeah, movies and right, I'm like too. right and so now I feel just a slightly bit more cultured from seeing so many um good classic horror movies that I've enjoyed a lot more than I thought I was going to so it's been Perfect. a very positive experience so far <laughs> yeah, yeah. what have you what do you have yet to watch um mostly like the ones that because I did a lot of watching of ones I've seen already <laughs> um yeah, yeah. But, like, it's been years since I watched them. Like, I've seen them all, like, one time, and then I was like, yeah, no. Like yeah. Um, so I've seen... I think I, I have Carrie left to watch. Okay. And some of the older ones, like the... Um, like Psycho? Yeah, I've seen Psycho, but... Yeah, sure. it's been a long time. But, yeah, I have some of, like, the old, like... Like, three or four of the ones I haven't seen left to watch, which my dad and I are going to crank them out this weekend, so I'm excited. Fine, yeah. So. Cool. What think, about you? I think I'm right at the halfway point. Um, I was I rented Family Video yesterday, and I rented Scream. Did you watch it? I did. Have you ever I seen did. it? I have seen it. Okay. So I, I knew how I felt about it, but my opinion changed a little bit. But yeah. We'll next week. My opinion changed because when I first saw it, I was like 12, and now I'm a lesbian. <laughs> so. With the Drew Barrymore scene at the beginning. Oh my part. god, and Neve Camp. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, girl. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I was like, she kind of hot though. Okay, yeah. That's how I feel like uh, for Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Well, it's so funny because I just watched. We talked about last week how I just watched The Craft. Um, okay. And Neve Campbell and the same. I don't know. I the boyfriend, her boyfriend. Skeet? Yeah. Skeet Ulrich or something like. Yeah, that. the guy who's in Riverdale now. Um, he plays Is Jughead's really dad. Really? It's hilarious. Um, oh wow. But he's also in The Craft and he plays like the main girl's boyfriend. It's fun. Yeah, and it's really it was really weird because I was like, what the hell? I've never seen this guy in anything. And now yeah. he's in all the movies I'm watching yeah. with the same girl. That's funny. Like, that happened to me, too, because um, I, I watched Scream for the first time last year. And then, like, a few days later, I watched, um, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, some Jack Nicholson movie from the 90s. As, okay. as good as it gets. Yeah, okay. And then, and then he just showed up, like, as a, essentially, like, a cameo role of, like, this artist who just like just like steals a painting or something i don't even remember what happened because i don't i don't remember much in scream no in that oh okay i was like what (laughs) 
I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm like, I missed that. I don't know. <laughs> but, anyways, I went to Family Video and I got Scream and um, the second Evil Dead because I've heard that one's better than the first one. We're so. watching the first one, though, right? Yes, we okay. are. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say. Because they have, like, a little shelf. And they don't have, like, everything on our ranking, but they do have most of it. Yeah. And then there's a few where they have, like, every se- sequel that's ever come out from that's that so franchise. That's so dumb. Yeah. So, How do you feel about... <laughs> since we won't have, like, that much time to talk about each individual one next week, um, since we have so many, how do you feel about Scream's perpetual sequels? <laughs> I haven't seen them. So. I haven't either, but I just, I know there's so many of them. There's only, Scream is actually like the smallest one I would, uh, maybe, right. maybe Carrie, maybe Carrie's smaller, I think. Because Carrie yeah. has a sequel that came out like 20 years later. That does Psycho have a sequel? Great. Other than like Bates Motel? Yeah, it, it does. Really? It's got like four, yeah. Because I was looking into it, because I was kind of, I was like, oh, what if next year it would be funny if we did like the same ranking but just like the second one. Oh my franchise. god that'd be so funny yeah. I love that but that would probably be pretty bad <laughs> yeah that no but it would be great though because we'd have to rank which one I've heard that Scream 2 is like Maggie thinks Scream 2 is better oh really than Scream 1 and also my dad says Friday the 13th like the second one is better than the first one yeah so I'm more nervous about like the other franchises like yeah Psycho is like a masterpiece yeah and then you, it has sequels that no one does, even knows exist yeah I literally <laughs> didn't know that exists that's so funny yeah I would be excited to watch Dr. Sleep again because that's a great movie that didn't get enough attention last I year I haven't seen it I really want to because like I have always liked The Shining you know mm-hmm. I don't know I'm like honestly the reason that certain horror movies like the shining doesn't freak me out at all is because like i grew up watching the simpsons trios of horror and so like they would make fun of them all in that so like when i was little like i knew how the plot ended yeah (laughs) so i was like like, not i was like well i know he's gonna freeze at the end so like i'm not (laughs) you know yeah well my favorite part about the shining is that it's like it's been memed on so many times yeah when i watched for the first time and I saw like him frozen in the ground at the end of the movie it's like oh shit that's where yeah. that meme came from <laughs> yeah I, that's so funny yeah and like now like you said like you already knew the plot before even or the whole story yeah. before you even watched it and like my young my young brother who's 12 like knows the whole movie yeah and he's like oh can I watch it with you I'm like ah like I know you know everything but I still don't know if you're old yeah. enough to like watch this so yeah that's understandable the shining Maybe is like one you... that like really freaks maggie out so yeah. i well, like don't want to watch it with her are it arguably is like the scariest one yeah know? well and they all have such different like for me you know like you know we talked about how like i'm afraid of possession um yeah. and like but i'm also afraid of like actual things that could happen to me you know so like paranormal stuff like stuff like child's play probably wouldn't freak me out that much just because i mean other than that's straight up possession of a doll but like i don't know how to explain it like like it it couldn't happen you know right um but like i don't know i'm very afraid of a man murdering me (laughs) you know like that's i'm very afraid of that so i don't know 
but we'll get more into it next week. I'm very okay. excited. It's almost like a little teaser for what next week's yeah. going to look like yeah. if you're interested. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very excited for this ranking. I, I think I'm like right in the middle. I think I have five left. Yeah. And some of them were rewatches. So. Yeah, me too. I think. I got work to do. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I'm excited because I think like, I think cranking them out the weekend before Halloween is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think I probably should have watched Halloween last. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it yet. So, I mean, I've, it's like my favorite. I've seen that one a lot. That was like yeah. the first like horror movie I ever watched was other than Blair Witch Project that my dad made me watch when I was like eight. Why um, would he do that to Because he's mean. And you know what he did? Did I tell you the story? He um, no. bought me like the director's book and it is like entirely staged like it's a real thing. Because it was like the first and it's kind. And so he convinced me. I was eight. He convinced me it was real. Which is probably why I have such a fear of possession now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and I didn't sleep at all that night. And then I failed my social studies quiz the next day because I was, um, I fell so asleep. Oh. And my mom was pissed. <laughs> she was like, Craig. And I was like, I was like, I'm eight years old. And like, I just watched this man's finger get cut off and put in a little piece of his shirt and left on the woods for his friends to find. Like. I heard there's a horror movie that I don't even know what it's called. I've just heard about it once that what they did is that they played it only like one time on live TV and it's become infamous ever since. And it was recorded because of like, it was such a big thing. But what they did is that they took the slot of the normal like news channel right so like the 10 to 10 p.m news or something like that so they took that slot and then they took all of the camera crew that you were just used to seeing in the background and like the actual like tv host and they like put gave them a script to read and nobody watching it at home knew what was happening so they were like oh we're having a special footage tonight of like a live life's creepy haunted house or something like that so it but like it moved at such a slow pace that it wasn't like in a scary movie where like a jump scare happened like every yeah. minute it would like you would like it would freak if someone would freak out and then you would like see the camera crew that you like just recognize is walking around the house and then like 20 minutes later then something else spooky would happen like a bookshelf would like fall over or something like that yeah oh my god and people were calling the the police people were yeah. calling the station like just freaked out like because they were just convinced that this is real and it's messed with people like right. yeah because like objectively i would think that that's like funny and that's like a, like i would enjoy that to watch if i knew it was real like if i or if i knew it wasn't real yeah. you know and like that's such a bad idea <laughs> like yeah like objectively that's it. a good idea yeah. but like when you put it into practice and like yeah there's I'll no way that would turn out well i'll see if i can quickly find what the movie's called but... that's hilarious yeah um uh fuck <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of spooky movies today we were reviewing a movie that i was under the impression of was a halloween movie but this is pretty much a christmas movie which is crazy i didn't i mean yeah i didn't know anything how, about it so <laughs> how did i like is that not talked about? <laughs> I mean, you know I mean, yeah, because people always make fun of how, like, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Right. You know? But, like, 
and that was so such a well-regarded thing that like going into it you know but right. like this one i i was just like so confused i was like this isn't really spooky it's just like things are happening yeah like i don't know but i don't either what movie is that carly today we we're talking about edward scissorhands directed by tim burton okay oh but before we do that i found the movie okay <laughs> It's called Ghost Watch. I've heard um, of that, I feel like. Yeah, from 1992. Um, it was Halloween, in the 90s? <laughs> yeah. For Halloween 1992, the BBC decides to broadcast an investigation into the supernatural. Hosted by TV chat show legend Michael Parkson, assisted by Mike Smith, Sarah Green, and Charles Gregg, and a camera crew attempt to discover the truth behind the haunted house in Britain. The groundbreaking live television experiment does, does not go planned, however. I bet there's <laughs> documentaries about that. That'd be really interesting to watch. Yeah. Do you remember last year? I don't remember if we, like... Because, okay, so, like, the week of Halloween last year, Maggie and I basically just, like, boarded ourselves in our room for the week because it was, like, also midterms. Um, and we watched, like, a ton of documentaries on this haunted house called, like, McCainy Manor or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. And I think you were there for part of it. I don't remember okay. that at all. Okay, well, it, we, like, the whole week, we just binge documentaries on this specific haunted house. And it's, like, this haunted house where, like, you have to sign this ginormous contract and they can basically do whatever you they want to you. Like, they were, like, feeding people bugs, like, beating the shit out of them and, like, drowning them underwater and, like, waterboarding them, you know? And it was, like, this whole thing to the point where, like, the guy that runs the haunted house, his, like, wife and him were doing it for a while and then she divorced him because he was getting so sadistic about it and, like, was using it as, yeah, it's, like, this whole thing and it's still around. It's, like, a whole, it's this whole thing, like, it's current day, it's a thing that people do in this little town. Yeah, and so we were watching, it, like, exploded on the internet last year, so we were watching this documentary on it. I think there was one on Netflix, and I think you would find it very interesting, but it's just, like, impossible to look away. So, if you're looking for a fun Halloween activity... Maybe. It was crazy. And I'm not I'm not one to watch. Like it was like a six episode documentary or something. But there's tons of them out there. You can find all sorts of different lengths and YouTube ones and all sorts of stuff. Okay. And we watched like six or seven of them huh. instead of studying for midterms. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? <laughs> it was crazy. It was absolutely wild. And yeah. And, like, they didn't used to make you sign a contract. He had to start doing it so that he could avoid, like, legal trouble. I feel like I've heard of that before, actually. Maybe it was from you. I don't it know might have been, yeah. I feel like... like... when you came out of your room to, like, yeah. eat? Yeah, I was saying, I feel like we went to dinner and I was probably talking about it. Or, I like, at some point, maybe you walked in our room, it was on the TV, and then we changed it to, like, quarters or something. Something, something normal. Yeah. Yeah, you know, normal. <laughs> but, yeah. I would suggest you watch it. It's very good. <laughs> McCain, the, I'll, I'll look it up and I'll send it to you. I think it's called okay. McCainy Manor. I'll Google it. I will double check for you right now. Ah, uh, you sweetheart. <laughs> McCainy Manor. Okay. In Tennessee. Right. Tennessee. Great. It's All called right. Survival Horror. <laughs> oh, no. Oh my god, it opens on Sunday. Are you going? No. <laughs> do, you, do you think, like, the scariest thing this year is that they, like, make you take off your mask? 
holy shit yeah and they cough on you yeah because you have to it's like yeah because they didn't make you it used to be located like in their house and they would turn their whole house into a thing and then when him and his wife got divorced he like bought a property and then like turned it into his property and like they're allowed to do whatever they want to you and you can say a safe word but sometimes they don't listen to you it's like awful like it's like it's like you're signing up to be tortured that's a lot it's crazy (laughs) and it's like this guy does it and people sign up to do it because it's supposed to like help you get over your fears is like how he advertises it yeah i have have heard about this shit before yeah it's crazy i don't know i know i'm like a year late on like educating this and putting this out here but it's absolutely wild and like yeah and everyone knows about it but i um really enjoyed watching the documentaries on it last year because i just think it's absolutely wild that it still exists and i might binge them again this week that's funny and that's who i ranking yeah i'll rank it at the bottom like oh. to all the cinematic masterpieces and then this documentary <laughs> on the haunted house that's funny i'm very curious to see how your list plays out because Me just too. from like what we talked about i feel like we're gonna have different opinions because our experiences are different right and like our my rewatchability compared to what yours might be would be so different because like what i would rewatch and like what i can mentally rewatch versus like what the average horror movie watcher would right i feel like is different Mm -hmm. but also as always maybe us talking about it will change my perspective so i don't know yeah (laughs) i think i changed my ranking like six times yeah (laughs) like when we did justice league and i was like that's a fair point i'm gonna move this around <laughs> so i don't know yeah all right okay um so edward scissorhands yeah i'm so excited johnny yeah. depp number one in the movies we're talking about soon so <laughs> the johnny depp criteria it's uh the second one really because we did talk about pir- pirates yeah and we talked about we talked about johnny depp last week when we're talking <laughs> about him and amber heard Amber so, Turd. Amber Turd. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, let me start with this one. So it's not a it's not a Halloween movie. It's a Christmas movie. Right. Any if it any genre really, but how we hit it with that synopsis? Hit it. Hit uh, it. A small suburban town receives a visit from a castaway, unfinished scientist named Edward. I love, I love, love Edward. That. I love him. <laughs> okay. I didn't expect to love him so much. You know, there really isn't a plot to this movie. <laughs> it's just kind of like I mean, kind of. Like hands, and then and they're like, okay, no, like that's it. <laughs> well, no, the plot that's is like movie. him. It's like kind of his life. You know? Yeah. It's, like, him going from right. being abandoned to, like, brought into the town to, like, being re-abandoned. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, like, was it, I don't know, I, I figured when I saw Winona Ryder's name popped up on, like, the, the cast list, that, she, like, the love interest would be, like, not that it wasn't integral to the plot, but, like, more consistent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It didn't really come into like halfway through the movie. If that, it's like the end. Because I was waiting the whole time. I was like, it seems weird that she's still got a boyfriend and they haven't said anything about it. And they don't until Christmas. 
Yeah. I don't know. Also, does he understand what Christmas is? I just have a lot of questions. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, like, I would assume he would understand because he was helping him set up. Yeah. Like the and everything like okay. that. Okay. All right. Um, okay, first of all, uh, this mom is, like, all over the place. <laughs> I love her, though. Her name is Peg. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cute. That's such a, that's like a good, I need my dog that. That's such a cute name. <laughs> Peg the dog. That's so cute. <laughs> um, but, like, after a while, like, she became, like, the most normal person in the movie yeah but like starts off she's like an avon lady which i just thought was fucking i think it's so funny (laughs) um so she's walking around trying to sell her makeup and beauty products and everything like that they're bitches bitches. and it's very sad really and then she turns her mirror and sees the haunted house at the top of a hill and she's like oh maybe they want want some so she drives all the way up a fucking mountain, and then she's like, knocks on the gate. No one answers. So she walks through the front yard, and then she opens the front door and lets herself in into like a a house that I don't even know how it's structurally safe to begin with, with stairwells that don't have any support except for maybe the concrete that they're made out of. Then he, she runs upstairs, and Edward is just chilling there, vibing. Yep. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to take you home. <laughs> it's so weird. If you, like, that scene where she, first of all, she broke and entered. She was breaking and entering yeah. the whole time. And well, she's, like, talking. Yeah, and she's like, oh, like, sorry I broke into your house. Like, as she's walking up the stairs, like, chasing someone. And they're yeah. like, if someone broke into my house and like started apologizing for breaking in and chasing me up the stairs, I'd shit myself. Like, that's terrifying. And then <laughs> he's never seen another person before. Well, you know, well, outside of like the, adventure. yeah, like, I mean, like, yeah. she's never, like, he's never come in contact with another person Let other than his dad. <laughs> yeah. And like, he just probably doesn't even know what the fuck Avon is, you know, yeah. or like skin prod. Like, I don't know. There's just, you know, and so. And when she finally sees him, if you saw a man wrapped in leather with his hair like that, with little scissors for hands, I would be so afraid. And she's just like, oh, those are your hands? Like, she, she doesn't give a shit. And also, wouldn't your first response be to be like, not that he lived up there, like, whatever, but to take him to the police because he said that his father is dead and he's like a child. Yeah, he's like 16. Huh? Because she walks in the house and she looks over where the father. We see later in the movie that the father died. Yeah. Like, what did ever do with the father? Because he's like not there. He chopped him up. (laughs) His little hands. Yeah. Yeah. And like. Made him a cookie. Right. And wouldn't your first response be like. Because the thing is, he's using the scissors as hands. You know, he doesn't have hands. So, doesn't it make sense that you would try to get those removed? You know? Because without the knowledge that there's, like, an inventor and that he was created, you would immediately be like, this child was mutilated. And obviously very abused and neglected. And, Mm -hmm. you know, 
And so wouldn't you take them to the police and try to get them help before just assuming, oh, those are how your hands are. You yeah. know, he never explains to her why he's there, who put him there. No. And they don't ask, which we is also know. weird. Yeah, we know, but well, they don't seem to care. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All the MILFs in the neighborhood seem to like him, though. Yeah, and then he's basically, like, sexually harassed. And he even says yeah. something, and they're like, oh, you're 16. That's fine. Like, even if he didn't have scissors for hands and was, like, kept in a weird building all his life, it obviously he's seems like, very neglected from his father being dead his whole life now. Yeah, like, yeah, why he's wouldn't... Like, he's like a boy. Like a quirky pool boy that all, like, the, yeah. the MILFs and the love. But he's, like, but underage, so, like, wouldn't that be enough for you to be concerned, like, regard? Because, like, I, at first I was like, oh, like, maybe they're like, oh, yeah, they had sex, that's fine, it's, like, his consent kind of thing, because he didn't say that they, he didn't say that he didn't want to or that they didn't have sex or whatever, he just said she took her clothes off kind of a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But he's still, like, a kid. That's pretty illegal. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, is that, like, at the end of the movie, we see Winona Ryder much older and Edward's, like, immortal yeah so like he's not like a human yeah but he's a guy though so he doesn't necessarily have an age but he also doesn't really have a whole lot of mentality and like yeah but they treat him like a kid you know because she oh, well, i feel like it's not like they're they're treating him like a kid because you kind of have to gradually you know. Right, but they're it's not it's not just like they make they like treat him in terms of like behavior. They like ask him where his mom and dad are. You know? Okay, yeah. That's you know funny. what I mean? Like they they treat him as if if he was a normal like, kid, like they don't they like right, he was like, a teenager. Like he I don't know. Okay. Um sorry. Yeah. I've just I it's just thought it was weird. No, I, I had a thought and then it just totally vanished. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this movie is, like, really interesting because it reminds me a lot of Greener Grass, which came out last year, and okay. I remember recommending it to you because it's just really, I know, it's fine. <laughs> I think we should review it one day. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Because it, it's, like, that movie is, uh, like, uh, a satire on, like, like a, just a really white neighborhood. Yeah. And it reminded me of that. Except that they, like, threw this, like, they took the, oh, what if this guy had scissor hands? And they just, like, <laughs> put him in the middle. Yeah. Like, the whitest neighborhood they could have possibly imagined. It's funny. Which leaves, like, the production design is actually, like, really interesting. I agree. It reminds me of, like, like Pleasantville-esque. Yeah. To, like, make every single house just one solid color. And like the cars too, and the out the work, the costume designs, yeah. and everything like that. It's really, it's really like interesting, like how much thought they put into a detail that's like not is like kind of important. So we like know what kind of a, a neighborhood he's moving into, but like also not really because nobody mentions it like as a story beat or anything like that. It's just right. like a world building style thing. So it's kind of cool that they literally painted like an entire neighborhood like one solid color yeah i love color. it it's good so yeah oh, neat <laughs> i really enjoyed it like a lot more than i thought i was going to like i wasn't really sure yeah. what to expect and i thought like i found edward scissorhands to be a very likable character mm -hmm. you know 
And I like, too. you just feel bad for him the whole time, but like, it's good. And also, Winona Ryder's hot, and I love her. Right. Naturally. Yeah. Right. Who doesn't? And also, um, Anthony Michael Hall is in it. And it's complete Yeah, and he's like a jock guy, and like I've never seen him in anything except for like Weird Science and The Breakfast Club, Club. and like he plays nerdy characters all the time. Yeah, he's douchebag. Right. It's and like in is it Sixteen Candles he's in? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And like totally opposite of like what he played in this movie, I was so shocked because like I saw his name in the opening credits and I was like, oh damn, and then I was like, oh. Right, like, like you look like Biff I, Tannen. That's weird. <laughs> actors want to get out of like being typecasted in roles, but like this particular one just did not work for him. I <laughs> like, don't know. I kind of liked it. It was weird, like for sure. It was, but it was just like distracting, because like yeah. all the marketing for a, the Breakfast Club is like this saying like what stereotypes the five of the, yeah. the characters are, and like he is the nerd. You know? Yeah, and also because, like, I don't know, like, I, watching The Breakfast Club, like, I really grew up relating to the to him, like, as the brain yeah. more, and so it's weird seeing him be the complete opposite, because, right, like, like, I can't take him seriously. Yeah, like, I can just, all I can see is him crying about having a flare gun in his locker, like, I don't see him being like, right. oh, I want a van, so I can fuck my girlfriend in it with my dad's money, like, I don't see that, you know? Right, with flames on the side. Yeah. Of too. <laughs> He's like, you should drive drunk, bro. And then you <laughs> should stab me with some scissors. Like, that's, it's weird. Yeah. I think it's uh, all just a metaphor for lesbianism. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I didn't mind that he was such a douchebag because, like, he's an antagonist, you know, yeah. gotta have one. It's funny. But, like, to a certain point, it was just, like, getting annoying. Like, dude, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> just leave him alone. I was oh really hoping God. that Winona Ryder would have killed him. I'm disappointed yeah. that Edward had to, like... Like, because the whole time he's, like... um, I don't know. The whole time he's, like, I am, like, not doing anything wrong. And he's, you know... Yeah. And it's just sad because I'm like, I feel like Winona Ryder should have killed him and then told them that she was protecting Edward or like that he was attacking her or something to like redeem yeah. him in the crowd's eyes. Because then also, do you think Edward, when he was like, after he went back up there and hiding, do you think like Winona Ryder, like, do you think he was waiting for her to come visit him? And then she just never did. Also, where is he getting industrial sized blocks of ice to carve all the time? You know what I mean? That was one in the same thing. Like, where the fuck do you get that from? You know what I mean? Um, They're like, it snows now over the whole town. I'm like, where is he getting that all the time? That's crazy. She's like, sometimes you can still see me dancing in the snow. I'd be like, Grandma, shut up. (laughs) What if the kid was like, Grandma, that's a lot of horse shit. Yeah. (laughs) She'd be like, no, There's ask no my mom. Your hands. <laughs> it's so weird. Hey, grandma. What you medicine? <laughs> a man with, with scissors for hands? Yeah. Come on, Grandma. Come on, Grandma. Like, out of all the horse shit you believe, you want me to believe from you. A man with yeah. scissors for hands that lives in the haunted castle on the hill? 
and that's why it snows? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When you say it like that, it sounds really stupid, but they do a good job of, like, rounding it in a sense. Well, it's because we are led to believe it's real, but really, this whole movie could just be Winona Ryder being, like, bullshitting her grandkid for fun. Like, that's the whole movie. Can you imagine if Tim Burton came out tomorrow and was like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's all bullshit. Yeah. He's like, wait, you guys really thought there was a guy with scissor hands? You guys are stupid. He's like, obviously she had dementia. Like, (laughs) Exactly. Uh, no, but I don't think Edward was waiting for her just because he did. He was the one to say goodbye to her at the end of the movie. Getting back to our point. Yeah, but it's sad. <laughs> I know it's sad. This movie is pretty emotional. Maggie started crying, but don't tell her I said that. <laughs> yeah, she she won't know. <laughs> yeah, she won't know. She won't listen to the podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> no one tell her. <laughs> Megan, I'm looking at you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um. <laughs> did you... What did you think of Johnny Depp's performance in this? I mean, it was very subtle, to say the least. Yeah. But I think, as always, I Johnny Depp is... iconic role for him, but he's really, like... Like, granted, he is wearing, like, this ridiculous costume, but, like, he's kind of used to it at this point, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, this is the 90s, so it's not right. that far Earlier into his career. Also, did yeah. you see they wanted Tom Cruise to play Edward Scissorhands? Really? Of, yeah, wouldn't that have been weird? <laughs> like, that's so yeah, weird. I mean, like, Johnny Depp's pretty unrecognizable in this one because he's not talking most of the time. And yeah. He's got like this really mopey look on his face. Yeah, but his little face, I don't know. I think he does a good job. Like Right, like he does a good job, but I don't think there's really that much to the character besides like the look, you know. Yeah, but, but granted, I think his I facial I expressions think, are I like subtle. Is, yeah, I think Tom Cruise would probably look pretty stupid in this costume. I, I like I couldn't take any other actor seriously in this role except for Johnny Depp. Right. And like I don't know how I would have felt at the time cuz like compared to all the roles he's done now that I take him seriously because of that is like kind of a weird quirky character like that you know what I mean mm-hmm. so at the time right. maybe it would have been weird but now yeah. I'm like oh yeah can you imagine like like Rain Man <laughs> you know the movie that won like best actor best director best original screenplay best picture then he fucking does like two years later no, like, the next year, I think, does Edward hands. <laughs> like, what will you do next? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. I don't know. I love him. I love Johnny Depp. <laughs> Amber yeah, Turd. Amber Turd. <laughs> um, okay. So, other than the douchebag character and uh the mom being really absurd for like the first 20 30 minutes of the movie i love her (laughs) she's all of our moms now (laughs) 
I, I just think this movie is like really interesting as like a character study of like a character that I would never encounter in my life. Yeah. So, the really really weird and not not relevant to anything character. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really interesting, and you like you want to watch because it's just like you like the character because you do feel so bad for him and you're like rooting for him the entire time. Yeah. But I don't know. Like there are certain moments where he gets pissed off and he like like there's a, a really great shot of him like. Uh, walking down the hallway and dragging his hands alongside the wall and scraping all of the the wallpaper up. And it's, like, really cool. Yeah. And a part of me just wanted to, like, watch him snap. And, and like, just kill oh, everyone. Like, <laughs> well, like, it's like a that, horror like, movie you know, all of a sudden. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> like... Like the bully, you know. Like yeah. The killer rude to him and everything like that. Which I guess is just a bully, <laughs> but I don't know. I would. I thought it'd been interesting to like see like a taxi driver Joker version of this, where like this guy just like breaks, you know? Yeah. I'm like I'm. A, I like the ending. I think it's really wholesome and cute, but it's just what he like spills marks like, where he's just like about to lose it but then he never does so it feels like it doesn't really pay off right. to have those scenes but yeah. I so much that I want to see more but I find him so likable I, I feel like I don't know like part well, of me right, likes his character arc sad, you know? yeah. that's what would make it more investing because you're like, you're like it's like the fall of like such a like likable character right know? but I don't know I don't that know. this movie is supposed to be that sad you know what I mean yeah. like that would be yeah. really sad <laughs> yeah I don't know what did you think about when he uh, killed the bully and threw him out the window? I wish he wouldn't have. I I I feel like yeah, it ruined I his character really, arc. Because like in a w- yeah, like in a way, I was like, oh, that's kind of like like you were just saying like his fall, you know? Yeah. From like being this like very morally correct thing, mm-hmm. you know, right. and then like slowly the town and that bully corrupts him and like breaks his spirit, kind of a thing, which is really sad. But I was kind of like. I wish that, um, like, the whole time you're, like, Winona's not standing up for him and she's not, you know, she's letting the town do that and she's, she's the only one, like, seeing it happen. And so I wish right. that she would have, like, taken the fall for him or, like, tried to have, like, I wish that, like, it, it was almost like her character arc should have been going from a cheerleader who made fun of him all the time to, like, actually doing something to help him. But I feel like... And, like, I feel like her little thing at the end where she's, like, he's dead is, like, a cop-out. Like, I don't think that's enough, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. I do get yeah. that it's, like, his fall, and that's yeah. fine. But I would have personally have liked to watch her kill him for being such an asshole all the time. And then um, her being, like, I killed them both or some shit. I don't know. Or her being, right. like... Her telling the truth, because literally if she would have just, like, tried to tried to explain it to people, you know, because she knew about the woman, like, kind of harassed, sorry, there's thunder. Um, she knew about the woman, like, harassing him because he said something, like, she knew, she saw, like, the conversations he had with people. Right. You know, and she saw his thing with her little brother. And mm-hmm. she knew, like, why he tore up the paper, and then she knew, like, why he broke into that house. So it's like... 
if she would have just come clean and like taken some responsibility, then he could have lived yeah. his life free. But because she was just as toxic as the people in the town, she like still didn't do enough. I feel like. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know. No, that does make sense, and which is kind of frustrating. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. Also, um, the one cop in this movie is fucking horrible. <laughs> like, Edward's running away, and he outruns a fucking car. Yeah. But the car is just like, you know, like when you turn on your car, you put it in drive, and you'll just, and your foot's not on the gas or the brake, but yeah. it like has like it idles going forward. Yeah. Like, that's the speed this guy is trying to chase Edward down with. Like, <laughs> Dude, get out of here. <laughs> On top of that, like, the whole neighborhood's, like, following him back to the police car. Yeah. And so they get to the front gate. But, like, the neighborhood's, like, right behind him. And the guy's like, oh, it's all over. We took care of it. Like, no. We well, I think, I think he was trying to make them think that he shot him. Right. No, I get that. So that but, he like, could be free. No, but no, it like, didn't work. You know, and they know that that did not happen. Yeah. Because there's no gunshot or any kind of scream or any shit. I, I mean, know. he did He's shoot it in the air that. like three times, but he was also standing right next to the entrance. So right. they probably all saw him go like this and shoot yeah, in the air. Leopard, man. Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> he was doing his, his. No, he wasn't doing his best. He was trying. So. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Tim Burton finally let a person of color in his movies, and it was the give him the shittiest the role. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. What do you mean? Think of another one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit, there's like nobody. Yeah, what? he says that they don't fit his aesthetic. What a bullshit cop out of an answer. That's like the worst. Like, yeah, like that makes you seem like even more of a douchebag. When when people of color aren't your aesthetic. (laughs) What the fuck? I found one. Samuel L. Jackson is in Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yes, he is. Good job, Bryce. That That's only, two. That only took <laughs> 26 years. <laughs> oh, man. And they were that both like... black cis straight men. Yep. Oh, Tim. What a silly guy. Yeah. I oh really I really like the soundtrack for this movie. Yep. It, yeah, let's move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, done by Danny Elfman, and I'm quickly realizing that I listen to more of his scores than I even try to do. Yeah, just me too. Everything. Like, do you know that he did the Goosebumps score for, like, the no. 2015 with Jack Black? Yeah, like, we watched that at the drive-in last weekend, and then, like, that his name popped up. I'm like, no, he did not. Are you kidding me? Bryce, isn't the drive-in cold now? What? Isn't it, like, cold? Oh, oh, we were, like, inside the car. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't keep your car on while you're at the drive-in, do you? Well, I was bundled up in lots of blankets. Okay, okay. 
I just that would I feel that would be very cold, but I would <laughs> My message is going all over the place. Or is that yours? <laughs> I don't think I'm it's mine. I think it's yours. I'm gonna turn that off. Okay. Yeah. Turn it yeah. on. Yeah. Please silence your cell phone. <laughs> <sighs> I suppose this is. I was just muting the tab before we started talking, and then I muted you. Oh no! That kind of defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, because I started having to like mute specific conversations that I knew would go off. You know. Yeah. But that's hard to do because people text you unexpectedly. Right. And they ask you like some stupid ass shit. You're like, shut up. You're like, Like, it's ten ten. Shut up. Not not important. (laughs) Like, is this after credits? I don't think so. No, get out of here. <laughs> Although, Bryce, I suppose after the credits, you can turn your phone on. That is true. To look up how racist Tim Burton is. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I did not know that. that really? It, like, just blew my mind. Like, I feel like that should have been obvious, but it's just, like, I associate him with more, like, weird shit. Yeah. Than... Like, than racist shit <laughs> yeah you know what I mean I don't know yeah I mean it's the only reason I know is because um you know like the Tim Burton challenge on TikTok yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah. all over that like lots of people of color I follow I've been doing it and being like when he says that you don't fit his aesthetic and I've been like oh shit <laughs> is there like an actual clip of him saying that yeah or, he said that... it in an interview <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> I am, know what I'm going to be watching after we're done here. It's crazy. It should be crazy. Like, can you, I can't imagine being outwardly so bigoted. Right, and like being so high up that it just doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Oh, he, he did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. He made Batman. Slack. <laughs> did you ever see this? He did Alice in Wonderland, right? Like the live action. Yeah. Did you see the sequel to that? No, that's that's not him though. I just asked you if it was him. <laughs> I just said, did he do oh, Alice no. in Wonderland? Oh, I thought you said, did you see it? Oh um, no, I did not see it. Are you sure I that's not? I'm looking it up. I know it's Disney. Yeah, no, I it's a like... completely different person. Well, maybe I that's who I need to... I don't think he's associated with it at, like, at all. Guess what? Fuck you. He's the director. So, fuck you. Really? That's all I have to say. Of the second one? Of the first one. You bitch. Well, well, well I knew that. The second one, he's not. Bryce. <laughs> what? What? I was the second one! Hold on. Oh, my bad. Give me a second. I will see who directed that one. Yeah, James, James Bobbin. It's all the same cast, yeah. though. That's weird. Why would they come back? <laughs> Who is For this money. guy? I recognize him. He directed The Muppets in Dora. And my, my two favorite movies, really. And that's really all I recognize. All the important ones. Yeah, I don't really know any of these other ones. So... <laughs> Dude, I love Michael Sheen. Who? Michael Sheen. 
He's the white rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. He's, I don't know, he's in a lot of other stuff, too. You'd recognize him. But I just saw him on the cast, and I was like, I love that man. (laughs) You really know him because of Twilight. Get out of here. No, shut up. I love him. I love him. He's also in Good Omens in Star Trek. No, he's not in Star Trek. I lied. He's in Good Omens. Okay. I have not seen any of these. Probably other stuff. Maybe maybe Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue. You know what else he was in? <laughs> the worst movie of all time. What is that? Um, what the fuck is it called? Oh my god. I don't see Grown-ups 2 here. The Robert Downey. Yeah, that's true. The, he was in, <laughs> in it last year, right after Avengers. Oh, Doolittle? Yeah! He's the villain in Doolittle. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate that movie. Michael. Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it because Joe made me watch it. <laughs> no, what are you doing, man? <laughs> well, we all, it was, because it was, like, the day they got it, when it came out, we watched it, because we, none of us had seen it, and he was all excited because it was Robert Downey Jr., which is understandable, and so I had low expectations, but I was willing to try, try it, and we put it on, and then all of us were like, wow, this is awful. Yeah. Did you make it all the way through? Yeah, we watched the whole thing. I I just thought it was so funny. I was watching reviews for that. And uh, there's like a scene in the trailer that like all the audio is cut out of like Robert Downey Jr. like opening something and like a bunch of a gust of winds blowing at his face. But it, like when you watch the movie that what's blowing at his face is a fucking dragon just ripping up bad yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's oh, so Robert. sad it's so sad because also like i feel like the cast of like voicing the animals and shit like top notch really yeah and i'm i mean i guess it's a kid's movie but damn it was bad <laughs> yeah we got like everybody in this movie yeah like tom holland Dude, this this movie's budget was also like insane it's because it's a stacked know. cast and a good concept but it was just executed poorly in my opinion yeah, it's $175 million. For the, that was just the budget. And the, I guess it made its money back at $250 million, but Yeah, but for that cast, that can't be. That's not justifiable. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so, Bryce. Yeah. What would you rate Edward Scissorhands? I just can't get over Doolittle. Okay. <laughs> um, it, I would give Edward Scissorhands an 8 out of 10. I think some of the characters are just so over the top in, like, really weird ways that just doesn't match. Like, the movie's over the top, but, like, it's, like, I don't know how to explain it. Okay, so it's, like, it's grounded enough that it's just, like, kind of, oh, it, oh, it's silly. But, like, these characters are just so fucking whack that yeah. it's just, like, it's like a completely different movie, even though, like, the tones could arguably be said that they are the same thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a four, or not a four, a eight out of ten. <laughs> I was going to say four damn. Five. Um, I would also give it, like, an eight out of ten. There we go. I think. We're on a hot streak. We are, and next week we're gonna fuck it all up. Oh, yeah. Because there's no way we're gonna rate ten movies the same. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't I don't think I have like hot I think I have like one hot take. But other than that On I the think, movies? Yeah. Bryce's hot like, take. One that I one that I already know is gonna piss you off. Um Ugh. How but, do you know? What is it on? It's on Halloween. Oh I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> you always do this to me. <laughs> I love how whenever I make you angry, your pirate accent comes out. Shut <laughs> It's because it's me trying not to be like angry, angry, and I'm just like taking my frustration out on my vocal cords, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Oh, holy moly. <laughs> I just want to, I'm excited to talk about Halloween score because it's funny. Yeah. But he's like, I don't know how to play piano. What about this? No, you know why? Okay, I'll tell you next week, but it's funny. There's like no money. Yeah, they, they had already spent all their budget. So he just, the night before that they were done filming, like the night before he had to submit the film. He just went yeah. in and sat on his keyboard in his room and just recorded a bunch of shit and then threw it in the movie and now it's like one of the most iconic, um, yeah. like like hollow like uh slasher scores and it's so funny and I love it and like last yeah. year I was sitting in Davies on Halloween and they started playing it over the speaker and I got so pissed I was like this is terrifying <laughs> and it's just over the speaker I was like doo, 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 doo. and I was like this is not the vibe I want right now. I'm doing homework. <laughs> you know, like, how profitable that movie is? Very. I'm looking at sequels, dude. No, like, the first one, like, alone. Oh. It was, it cost $325,000 to make, and it made close to $70 million. So, like... No wonder there's so many sequels. Yeah, like, 21... Like, yeah, I don't even know how to fucking do this math. Like, (laughs) that's why you dropped out of college. Oh man, (laughs) not oh fuck. Now I'm just I gotta look it up. So, like, I know it's like 21, but I don't know how many it's just 21 dollars. Yep, (laughs) uh, wait, fuck math. Uh, I know, come on, please. Uh, 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 <laughs> yep, there, I got, it's, uh, 215 times the budget they made on that movie. That's crazy. That's so much money, dude. Yeah. Jamie Lee, hot. Jamie Lee's a MILF, dude. Jamie Lee Curtis, well, not, she's a MILF. Well, maybe now. Now, <laughs> not in the movie. Not when she's a high schooler. Now, now she's a teenage babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> now. Now she is. Yeah. Also, I love that Halloween is in Scream. Yeah. It's funny. I think I, I watched Halloween, and then the night after I watched Scream, and then it just improved the viewing experience. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I like Scream a lot more than I remember liking it, which uh, is surprising. I love Scream. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All righty. All righty. Bryce, where can I find you? Oh, Carly. <laughs> you could find me over on the Instagram. <laughs> at Where can you find yourself? 
you can find me love over on um, our Instagram at uh, Collie.Bauer or um, watching some bullshit movies. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I'm gonna okay. I know with all of that said <laughs> There's no end scene. Go home. <laughs>